join us for a spell. There is magic to be found and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to the final installment of the Elements series. Yeah. We're talking about Earth today. Yeah. Pretty stoked on it. I kind of want to add, you know, spirit. Sure. Yeah. We maybe maybe we'll do one more. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it off yeah. air. Might as well. Might as well. But yeah. I want to talk about my weekend. Please do. <laughs> and this weekend would be the first weekend of February. February. I got to do my favorite thing, which is gift giving. Oh. On uh, on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. It's my friend's birthday. And so me and my other best friend surprised her oh, with nice. a day. And we took her to Build-A-Bear. And I got to tell you, Build-A-Bear is so fun. I got a I got an Eevee plushie in a cute little Pokeball onesie, and I'm it's so cute, I'm dying. But I want to talk about something specific okay. about the Build-A-Bear process. Have you ever done a Build-A-Bear? I've never gone, but I've heard of them. Okay. So basically, there's several steps. You pick a stuffy, you get it stuffed. While you're getting it stuffed full of fluff, they do a thing called the heart ceremony. I have heard of this. And it is a ritual. It is a ritual. Yeah. For sure. Basically, the process is putting the little stuffed heart inside your inside your stuffy and and making it yours. And the whole time I was there and we were doing it, all I could think was, this is a spell. (laughs) It is. And it was so cute and so fun. And the guy who did it was so earnest, even though we were three grown women. And it was just wonderful. And so if you're ever like, I want to do something fun and cute for myself, go to Build-A-Bear and get yourself a stuffy and do the heart ceremony. When they ask you if you want to do the heart ceremony, say yes, because do silly things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. do the things that look and feel silly for grownups to do because they feel good. Do fun things. Yes. Yeah. It's so fun. And like it probably looked silly for three adults to be doing that and I don't care because it was so fun and good and it made her so happy and it made me so happy and we just had a great time and it was wonderful and so I don't know I just it was nice to do that we are recording on the Leo full moon oh yeah in the the full moon in Leo sure sure <laughs> yeah and it is all about yourself and play and being creative and just about you 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 for right now and we have a guest in the studio, the studio. we'll see how long she lasts she starts to meow she's out of here but river's here and i know some of you said you love hearing her meow but what you don't know is how much oh how much oh my gosh it's bad yeah it's pretty it's, it's pretty gnarly so one or twice one or twice. One or oh, twice, wow. and she gets. Then wow. she gets the boot. Not yeah. j- literally the boot, obviously, no. but no, never, never ever. Wow, well, cool. Yeah, I have another TV show. Yeah, Poker Face. Oh, with Natasha Leone. Oh my god, I love. I don't have Peacock, so I haven't watched it. 
I love her, though. Well, we're going to make sure her. you get to see it. Okay. It's wonderful. She's literally a lie detector. It's awesome. It's and so fun. She's so good. Yeah. I love her. She's such a weirdo. She's Go pretty ahead. great. No, that's it. That's it? Lots of great guest stars and stuff. No, because I have something big I want to talk about out after we do our facts mm. and correspondences and stuff. Okay. And so I'm going to save time because we've promised to try to keep this one shorter. <laughs> of course, we said that for the last we episode. We hadn't gotten together for a couple of weeks, and I feel like we really made up for that by not shutting up last time. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So we're going to stay focused. Okay. We're going to really connect with the earth element today and be we stable. Are. That's right. <laughs> so let's head to the bonfire. Let's get out there. Well, here we are. With trees a-crackling. It stopped raining. Yeah. And now the sky is doing my favorite thing where it turns that fun kind of gold overcast color. Big fan. I do love that. Love that. And I hope it's dry tonight because I want to go for a walk. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. River Mm. looks happy. She does. We'll see how She's happy. She's quiet. Yep. Let's talk about some concepts about Earth. Oh my gosh. There's a lot. Let's do it. These are the ones that I think of the most, which are stability, comfort, stubbornness i think it's important to (laughs) acknowledge that Mm -hmm. because i'm basically a mule sometimes and i really dig my heels in pleasure the sensory experience practicality also very important fertility and steadiness i'll add boundaries oh hell yeah slowing down it's so funny so if you've listened to the water episode Corey goes into this place where she's talking about slowing down and how important it is and i was like mm, i'm gonna talk about that with earth <laughs> i love that and ancestors ancestor work old 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 the earth is really old and it holds a lot of different things yeah. memories and decay and all that good stuff literally bodies all the way to down all the way down i yeah big big time fan of earth earth is one of my sort of core elements that i work with a lot some stones that you might think of are salt. Oh, yeah. All kinds of salt. Salt from the earth, salt from the ocean even. It is a rock. It is a mineral. And it is vitally important to survival. Salt is so important. Uh, Jade, hugely auspicious stone in, for example, China. Mm -hmm. I'm sure other countries as well. Granite, a building block of a lot of homes. Yeah. Agate, peridot, jet, jaspers of all kinds, emeralds, azurite, and quartz crystal. I love azurite. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. What about you? Do you use any that weren't on that list? Oh, so many. So many. (laughs) Yeah. Amethyst also. Mm. I actually pulled out, but I decided it would take too long. I've got the Meraki crystal cards and they're Mm. absolutely lovely and i tried to pull out the ones that were just associated with the signs which by the way are capricorn taurus and virgo i love that i even allowed some in that were associated with the earth signs and i was even going to do combinations of stones that work with water and with earth and it just got too big it's they all play together yeah well they're earth they're of the earth they're of the earth yeah we are of the earth yeah we are star stuff living on a rock Mm. love Mm -hmm. it uh some tarot cards you might think of when you're doing earth magic uh pentacles obvs that's Mm. the earth sign represented in the tarot pips in the major arcana we've got empress hermit the devil 
<laughs> the Hierophant and obviously the world. Nice. Now you're probably like, didn't you say Empress last week? I might have, but I also might have said High Priestess. Now I, I think, think you said it. High Priestess. I get them confused. But the Empress, the third card of the Major Arcana, is an earthy card, a beautiful sort of Mother Nature style card. I don't have the hangups that some have about the Devil card. I love that card. And the world, which is pretty on the nose. Yeah, it really is. And it includes all of the elements when you look at many of the cards, yeah. like the Lightseer's deck for sure. Because the world is like the world and all the beings in and yep. on and around it. Yep, yep, yep. You love. That's kind of why I'm glad that we're doing the Earth last. Yeah. Because so much of the of the elements like work together and like come together to do certain things. And the Earth is where all of those things live. And I think that's neat. That's why I end my circle calling with the earth and then rewind it back to air. Wow. But do you have any cards that you think of when you think of earth? I think you kind of nailed them. Did I nail it? Yeah. Yes. I I often go to the king of pentacles. Oh, sure. What, you know, all the pentacles. Yeah. And the eight of pentacles for some reason. The eight's my favorite number. Is it? Yeah. I like it. I like that infinity sign of yeah yeah i like the symmetry of it as far as parts of the body which we always talk about feet and legs agreed the place where we are most often connected to the earth is our feet and legs some include the womb as part of this which i kind of do yeah uh, as well as like the sort of root of the body the sort of uh the tailbone the the like trunk uh the belly and the heart I think of those especially because of the sensory nature of the way that we interact with the world and how Mm. earth deals in that sensory experience. And I feel those things in my belly and my heart. You might even include skin as part of that. I think all those things that you mentioned are things that help ground us, Mm -hmm. which is such a huge part of earth in magic that we use it for grounding and earthing, Mm -hmm. you know, just and putting a tether for our body, mind, souls, all our three witches, witch bodies, using that as as the tether, I think is really, really important. Absolutely. The earth, because it's here. Because it's here. <laughs> it's, it's And we're on it. Low, it's stable. Things yeah. that are low to the ground are really stable. Yeah. The earth is like, I feel very really relatable to the mm-hmm. earth element just because for me, comfort and stability have become so important yeah. in my life yeah. and and the sensory experience of the world. I've decided that I've I've decided that any space that I get to be in charge of is going to be a pleasant sensory experience. I love that. And that's what you were talking about last week with yeah. your with my new bed. Yeah. My new box spring baby. Oof. My bed is now six to seven inches higher and won't scooch around while I sleep in it, which is like so exciting. I go barefoot a lot. I love to be barefoot. Yeah. I love to be barefoot out of doors. I yes. love to be barefoot indoors. Ever since I moved into a place with hardwood floors, not it's as not big as a fun, fan. Huh? <laughs> Especially when you have a cat who picks up litter in his little paws and takes mm. it around the house. It's like Legos. It's little like tiny little tiny Legos. Legos. Yes. It's like, ew, stop it. So I wear slippers a lot yeah. <laughs> or socks. Yeah. And, and of course, gardening. Oh, gardening. If you don't garden, that's totally fine. You're still a very wonderful fabulous witch yes you can buy your herbs from the grocery store absolutely or <laughs> the farmer's or market or the farmer's market Ooh. Ooh. i know or grow them in your window if you have any sort of a green thumb and just yeah. not the space 
Because you don't even need dirt for some herbs. Yeah. You can just grow them in water. Yeah, that's this is true. Yeah. One of the things that I love about working with the earth element are rhizomes because so many, and we are discovering so many things that have this secret life underneath the ground. So again, unseen, but it could be seen like mushrooms and bamboo, evil, evil bamboo. I love bamboo, I do but it too. will take over your whole yard. It's trying to take over our yard right now. And I've got a bamboo thing. You know, I love it too. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. No, I'm not anymore. St. John's wort, same thing. All those rhizomes. And it just becomes a really challenging weed to deal with if you want to grow anything else. Yeah. And I feel like rhizomes are a wonderful representation of how we are connected to everything, whether we see it or not. Like down the line, there's something there, some other human that their energy we're connected to. Almost like that, the beehive in Guardian of the Galaxies. Oh, That's sure. what I call it when they put up that protection that barrier. Big, big yeah. shield. I, what is a rhizome? A rhizome is evil. No, it's not. A rhizome is something that a plant does in order to spread itself. They are the roots of the plants and they're all interconnected and that's how they procreate and make babies and other St. John's wort and other bamboo comes up other places. And since they're all connected, it's almost impossible to get them all once they are growing. We have things that drop seeds and they grow where the seed drops. Mm -hmm. This can have one mother area seed one seed and it will grow you can see it outside like the aspen grove yes okay yes exactly like mushrooms and it they're connected underneath the earth mushrooms aren't plants technically but like mushrooms but yeah they also (laughs) they can also they got those spores they do they have those spores and they also if you do that frequency thing with them they put off a frequency it is so cool i love listening to that yeah that's using Sound. Yep. And earth together. Yeah. <laughs> I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> As always, I have a list of deities. Again, this list is from the internet. It's from many lists that I have collated into one list. You can look up many, 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 many more, and I encourage you to do so. The list of earth deities that I have for you, just to get started, are Asase Afwa which is the goddess of the lush earth, fertility, love, procreation, and farming. Geb, the god of the earth, vegetation, earthquakes, and snakes. Oh, I like Fun stuff. Um, Danu, Mm -hmm. the ancient goddess of the earth. Demeter, the goddess of the harvest, sacred law, and the earth. Sif, the goddess of the earth. Terra, the goddess of the earth. Mm -hmm. A lot of goddesses here you probably are noticing. I think there's like two gods maybe one there's one <laughs> and it's done it's uh gib mokosh the goddess of fertility moisture women the earth and death important i think mm-hmm. boomy goddess of the earth mama pacha the goddess of the earth who we've talked about on this yeah. website on this website no this <laughs> podcast before papa the goddess of the earth and allah She is the mother goddess of the earth. And these are just some. Everybody lives on earth. 
which means that everybody's got a different earth deity. So mm-hmm. like all over the world. So like for real, look into it. Look up more. If you can find a book that has like a list of deities from around the world, I would encourage that. Or I don't know. Just 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 Google it. Google it, my or friends. Or duck duck go it. There's so or duck duck go it. There's so many. There's so many. You could ask Jeeves about it. Remember Ask Jeeves? Oh yeah. When that was trying to be a thing. Oh, I think it's yeah. still up, but I never use it. Um everybody has a sacred earth deity, historically and culturally speaking, because the earth is the thing upon which we are dependent for our survival. For everything. The crops the minerals, the foundations that we build our homes upon, everything. The core of it working with gravity. With the stars to keep keep us in our orbit. Mm -hmm. All of it. Vital to our survival. So please go look up more because that was not an exhaustive list. (laughs) That's it for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I have a message to share, if I may. Please. I had a dream, a dream about you, baby, and I shared it with Runa. Runa Troy is a dream interpreter, and I have always been like, I do my own dreams, blah, blah, blah. But remember, just like reading your own tarot cards, you have a very specific bias in mind. So an objective eye is always good. It is so good. I have been having these dreams that are... I have now learned toxic dreams. Uh Uh-oh. I'm not listening to something that the world, the dream maker's trying to tell me. And and I'm having a ton of them. Like, I wrote this out. It was three and a half pages long. Oof, When she sent it back to me, she was like, I just have to tell you, Dada, this is one of the longest dreams I have ever received, which means the dream maker is talking to you. She did this interpretation Thinking of some things that I thought of, but not very many. The rest of it was all like, oh my God, right. Oh my gosh, right. Just like epiphany after epiphany after epiphany. And that was yesterday, which in the time we are now was it February was the 4th, 4th that, I, that I read it and really digested it or started to digest it. I woke up this morning with so many messages And for some of them, I had a translator, a.k.a. a member of the Fae, was in my yard. A lot of them came from dreams last night. I didn't have time to explore all of them fully, so I wrote down words that came that would inspire me to go back. So this first message, and I thought, duh. And the look I got and the feeling and energy I got, I went, okay, some people need to hear it. And listen, I don't know about all of you. Sometimes when I read things, I feel like a code is opening up. I actually see it. If you ever watch numbers, it's very much like that. When I read certain words, all of a sudden, ping, there are all these other words everywhere and all of these layers. Also, one of the reasons I really connected with Arrival and Ted Chang's story that Arrival was based on because that happened to her and she just like wrote them fast and furious and that happens to me a lot when I read or when I'm meditating so this was coming fast and furious in a way that I have never experienced before really really fast 
And I, that's why I went outside just to sit and see if I could listen and hear better out there. Specifically coming from one specific redwood that I visited this summer. And then I had this translator. We need to get outside. I know you all know that. And some of you are probably already doing this. You need to go outside and you need to take off your shoes or you need to put your hands in the dirt or on the trees or your back up against the tree. And for those of you who are just not into nature, that's okay. I'll have ideas for you, but not this episode. But right now, I'm going to assume y'all love it. Y'all want to go out and hike and lay on the ground and roll around. So find a place to do that, to connect. The way you talk to whatever element you come in contact with or elemental you come in contact with will be your own. The first message was you really have to start trusting yourself. I was telling Corey that one of the first things I thought of when I was receiving all of this and then got got the message of, okay, share this today. I was like, who the hell do I think I am? And that is a denial of my power. And that is a denial and a judgment of trying to decide who out there needs to hear this and feeling self-conscious about, well, is somebody smarter than me, witchier than me going to hear this and go, oh my God, you're so basic. Get over it. That was a direct message from the Fae when I thought that. And I was just like, whoa, you have to let your ego go. And you have to trust who you are and the stardust that you are made of. You are not trusting yourself. So if that speaks to you, they're talking to you. You really need to use your power. You keep talking about it, but you're not actually doing it. Some of you, not all of you. Again, this is a message I got and was asked to share. You got to reach down and reach in and find those frequencies and share them with the planet or with the tree or whatever you decide to. And you need to tell them what's going on, specifically in your area first. So like around here, we're trying to help the orcas. We're trying to make the sound a healthier place and as much of the ocean as we can, trying not to eat as much salmon. And some people are eating farmed salmon, which I know is a whole other thing, but they're doing it so that the wild salmon will be there for the orcas. The other thing we're doing that helps the planet and people as well, we're trying to plant trees, fruit trees, and gardens in places that people can access them and pick food and take it home. People without houses, people who are low income and can't afford to buy food. Ugh, that sentence makes me sick. I know. Because it shouldn't be a (laughs) Sorry. Oh my gosh, don't be sorry. It's awful. But by helping others, we're also helping the planet. It's also helping us as witches, which means we can help ourselves and help others more effectively because it helps you build your magic and resources. I know I'm not the only one doing this. I know I'm not the only one that's getting all these messages. I know that some people are way ahead of me, whatever that means. After you talk about your area, you then have to start sharing other places, what's going on, the things that you fear, 
the people that you fear are going to do harm. And I thought about this a long time. Just because you think about them and just because you see them does not mean you are causing them harm. Hopefully, your connection will help send them a message and a wake-up call. That's the goal because they're in positions of power where they can do something. We also need to trust the earth, the elements, and the elemental. Because here's the thing about the earth. When we go out and we ground as magical as witches, we're getting rid of energy that we're not going to use or that we don't want. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes it is just extra energy after a ritual. But the earth is willing and wants to take it because it has this mechanism, a mechanism far older and far more efficient than humans do, of reprocessing and reincarnating what we give it. We have to start communicating better with them because it can feel what's going on, but it doesn't necessarily understand it. It can identify what's happening to it. It can sometimes understand where some of the parts that are hurting it are coming from, but it doesn't quite grok how to stop the major destruction that's going on that could do permanent damage. Because remember, time is different for the planet. It has eons and eons, like those redwoods have a memory and a staying power that like our lifetime is a blip to them. And since we just talked about water, I had been thinking, I actually wrote this first before I went back to water, but Detroit, the pipelines, all of the climate change that's going on, the pollution, everything. Flint still doesn't have I know water. they don't. It's been, and they got money for it and people stole it, like corrupt government. And they need to hear, so the earth wants to hear all that. So if you, now you have to take into account that we are not the only ones communicating with the earth and sharing our magic. And sometimes they're hearing, hey, earth, it's time for you to go. My Bible said so. Revelations is here when actually it's being man-made, not God-made. Anyway, ask what we can do to help. Give it our angst and our fears and say, this is what I'm scared of. I'm also scared of these people deciding to ignore you and to create things that hurt you and refusing to believe it or think that they need to destroy you because of some misguided, in my opinion, idea of what their God wants. Yeah. Or what they think humanity needs. Right. And so, so when we think about Detroit or the pipeline, so again, not a new message. We are all interconnected. We are all connected to the planet. We are all connected to all of these elements and feeding off of each other and poisoning each other. It's a cycle. If the water is damaged, then that gets into the ground and it's sucked up into the atmosphere and then rains back down. So it's in the air. It's everywhere. Remember how connected you are to absolutely everything. That was another huge, gigantic message, is that we keep saying this. We keep saying, oh, yeah, we know we're connected, but we're not practicing it. We're not experiencing it. And the other really loud message I 
got along with this one is that you have no idea, child, how your power will become tangible and palpable once you start believing, truly believing that you have it and practice it, not just when you're out here touching me, not when you're out here hugging a tree, but when you're in your house, when you're with other people, when you're with people who are getting into your energy field and messing it all up, you have to take a breath. You have to trust that you have power, insight, and knowledge, and it's there for you. You have to grab it and you have to use it. The planet is trying to self-diagnose itself and it needs our help. And don't stop taking your meds, by the way. Yeah. I just I made myself a note of this. Yeah. This is this is not like this is not therapy. This is no. not treatment. This no. is a practice. Yes. Yeah. It takes longer for the earth to get rid of the poisons like, you know, the atom bomb mm-hmm. and all of that. And like I went out this morning after I got this. And all of a sudden, North Korea popped into my head. And I was like, oh, yeah. And this is going on in North Korea. And I had a picture of it geographically from where I was. Mm -hmm. But again, with the colonial map, because, you know, that's all off. Yeah, maps and globes aren't aren't reflective of the actual size and scope of the continents. But basically enough to say, and this is where that atom splitting is going on. And that's the wound that you're feeling over there is this man-made atom bomb. And I got a huge, (gasps) and I don't think I'm the first one to tell the earth that, quite frankly. But there's been, oh, sorry. No, you go. There's been radiation in the steel we use since the first atom bomb testing there is no steel that is untouched by this post atom bomb testing um i recently learned that and i thought that was fascinating there are systems failing pretty much everywhere like baltimore oh are you kidding their sewage system is so janked like wild and i don't say that to be like doom and gloomy no because that is a slippery slope to despair and despair is not a helpful or useful thing you'll start to get overwhelmed and you won't be able to move you'll paralyze yourself yeah but the earth you know i have i recently have been having a lot of feelings about mining Mm -hmm. kind of in general but particularly of coal and fuel Mm -hmm. um because ever since i started listening to old gods of appalachia yeah i um have had a very different and more focused idea of mining in in general and coal mining in specific coal mining is just awful and unfortunately poland is stuck they just don't have a choice it never ends good nope because if you violate something enough it will make sure you stop which is why uh um pennsylvania centralia is still on fire underneath that whole town and will be for at least another hundred years they think because the mine caught fire and it hasn't stopped burning. And so people can't live there. That's not a unique situation. 
Um, yeah, the, like we said, the the Earth will heal itself. The Earth will. It's the just Earth does not, not depend on humanity. Yeah, nope. It is a hundred percent the other way around. Have you ever seen that meme with the tree and a human goes up to it and says, "I'm so sorry," and the tree goes, "Oh." N- no i'll be fine yeah i'll be fine i'm sorry for you yeah (laughs) it's um like the earth what the earth needs from us is to stop killing it yes but what we need from the earth is our entire survival so really to bring it back around yeah what i think is that all our magic is earth magic in some way like I think all of our magic is all the elements yeah, in some way. Probably, for sure. Because we it's where we live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's where we live. I use a lot of crystals. I use a lot of wood. Yeah. Dead is constantly giving me branches. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of trees on our property yeah. that probably should not be here, and I'm scared about that. There's a few pine boughs in my backyard if you want them. Oh, thank- oh yes, I do. I do. Before the arborist comes oh, to take yeah. him away. Oh, I'm Did coming. I tell you that the arborist has a plan? No. When are they coming? Okay. Uh, this is earth magic, this everybody. Is earth magic. You got to take care of your trees. We have a very frightening tree. Yeah. And it has dropped large branches that have, by the grace of whatever is watching out for us, wow. not hit our home or our neighbor's home. And the arborist came and he was like, this is fixable. We're going to go in. We're going to take out the dead limbs. We're going to trim it back. Uh, we're going to protect this tree, but we're also going to protect your house. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Um, so that's really exciting stuff. But when he comes, he's going to haul away all of the stuff. So, oh, I'm so coming over. if you want a couple pine boughs, come get them. So that, that was the big message I got. I'm so glad you finally got to yeah. share that. It's just one of them. It's one of so many. And I'll share what I am supposed to share. Okay. Or what I feel called to share via mm-hmm. their push <laughs> sure i also think this is why the fae have shown up in my life pretty like i said which i didn't talk about a lot on the podcast early on the fave have always been there in sure. my life i just haven't wanted to work with them because i was scared and that has changed i'm still a little bit cautious but i'm working I think with them. i think that's reasonable yeah there have been some pretty fucking magical things that have happened with the fae in the last three months it's been amazing wild i think it's interesting that you mentioned boundaries when you Mm -hmm. talked about concepts yeah because that can mean a number of things we can think about the man-made arbitrary boundaries between human beings on the earth yeah uh which i think about constantly because i ever since i learned that there is one ocean Mm. and we've just named it different oceans for clarity's sake Mm -hmm. i was like nothing is real (laughs) (laughs) everything is made up and the points don't matter um but it also can mean like boundaries for protection and safety. That's where I go. And recently, mm-hmm. I had a sort of breakthrough, re asserting my boundaries. And since then, I've been doing it fucking left and right, just left and right asserting my boundaries, because my real estate is imp- is expensive and important. And deserves to be taken care of. And I'm not going to let somebody park a bunch of trash on my metaphorical lawn. And that has been impacting my magic 
greatly. Oh, yeah. And it will. See, that's the thing that we're talking about and we talked about last episode mm-hmm. about your health, your health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health. And I I think the earth helps us also with our energetic boundaries. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're an empath, really, you can draw on that. Just like drinking the water when you have an issue, if you are you know, grounded your feet on the floor and can talk to the earth through, you know, a high rise. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. I have. Oh, oh, that's so good, Corey. I'm I have so removed glad. the metaphorical trash yeah. from my metaphorical yard. Yeah. And now I have more real estate to do my work. Yeah. And Same here, which is awesome. why I might get fired. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hachimachi. No, seriously, I'm just not holding back anymore. I just don't have any time anymore in my life for lies life is short and i have a lot of rad shit to do yeah yeah so (laughs) yeah yeah sorry excuse me this life is short yeah and i have a lot of rad shit to do in this life yeah and that includes going to build a bear (laughs) and that includes eating pizza with my friends and that includes resting and being alone and it includes only allowing things in my space that are enriching even if they're difficult And that will help your magic, as she just said. And it will help you listeners. I was saying you listeners, but I realized that (laughs) you might not have gotten that. Pronouns are tricky. I know. They are. Pronouns are tricky. So what other kind of things do you use in your magic? When I think of earth magic, I immediately think of my tools. Yeah. And I immediately think of kitchen magic. Totally. Because food is of the earth. It goes into our bodies. Our bodies go back to the earth. And the tools you use to cook with. Yeah. They're wooden mostly. Mm -hmm. And I think of, I often think of like necrosis when I think of earth magic. Can you say a little bit? Like things dying. I think of all of the things beneath our feet that build the earth we stand on. Yeah. Because I think it's important to remember that I am very small. This is why I want to be composted or composted now when I die instead of. I want to be cremated and turned into a gem. Oh. That's what I want. That'd but be lovely. I'm thinking about doing that with yeah. some of Riley's. For me, Asha. and this is like, this is 100% a me hang up. Mm. Do not put me in the fucking ground. Yeah. Do not. Please don't please don't do that to me like whoever out there is responsible for me when i die do not put me in the ground the idea of my body being under the dirt is Mm -hmm. so deeply troubling to me yeah uh so like i'd rather i'd sooner be jettisoned into the sun please do not put me in the ground um i like the idea of being jettisoned into the sun (laughs) yeah it's pretty fun yeah but uh i think of i think of dying things mm-hmm. me too because they help nourish living things yeah like when you're looking at a nursery log yeah or something like that that is brilliant and i love it yeah mm-hmm. like people call it mulch it is waste mm-hmm. and it is dead stuff which is why you should probably wear your gloves wear your gloves please yes yes i don't don't make yourself sick i know i know i definitely don't always wear my gloves but you should we should um i think of crystals i think of food i think of wood i think of my wand is made of an animal bone i think of wood a lot yeah 
And the people who've been waiting for their wands will finally have them by the time this episode goes out because they are in the mail. Hey, as we speak, they've they've been shipped off finally. So wood, wood a lot for me mm-hmm. uh, and branches, things that fall or things that I cultivate because I'm taking care of the tree. Yeah. yeah. I don't do uh, work with those branches as quickly as Dada can give them to me. So sometimes <laughs> I have to be like, I'm not taking that. Yeah, I know. I tried to give her two things. I was like, no, it has, it has holes. In- no, Dada, I'm not, I'm not taking it. I'm setting a boundary. Yeah. I don't have room for all this wood. It's so true. So true. <laughs> I live in a much smaller house than you. Yeah. Oh. I... But a much bigger yard. Much I bigger love yard. yard. I so love much. my yard. I would switch. Anyway. I can't wait to do stuff with it this oh, spring. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. Also, sacred spaces. Let's talk about sacred yes. spaces. Before do you mean we... like temples? I mean like caves. Oh, I mean rad. like when you walk into... Uh, green area, grassy area where there've been lots of rituals going on and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And you can just feel that energy or when you walk through and sometimes it's not a ghost, it's, it's the place itself. Mm -hmm. And you just go, Oh, feel that vibration. Sacred spaces are really important. And also the portal thing that we were talking about with water, uh, the Morgan's cave, for example, is, you know, a portal to the underworld according to a lot of people. And I, I believe there's a veil there. And if you sure. start to believe in, if you believe in parallel dimensions, I think there are, <laughs> wildly enough, I now have finally seen what I was imagining for years since the 90s when I was thinking about portals and stuff with the Golden Compass series okay. that's on HBO right now. They actually cut in cut the seam of reality and you know pull back the empty space and go into the next parallel dimension and that is what i have always if you've watched that show that's what i've always envisioned being at the bottom of a cave that you go into the next if you can find just the the right spot i've seen a ripple once absolutely with those willow trees that i pick stuff up from Mm. over in northgate and i sat there and at first i thought I thought I was losing it. Sure. And I've gone back a couple times to try to see it. I am so very clear that there was a portal there for some reason. I saw it waver. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. And I don't know if it's a permanent one, but I haven't seen it again. Hmm. Maybe you were just in a particularly receptive moment. Maybe. Yeah. That happens sometimes. I could keep talking about this all day, but I know. We probably shouldn't. Yeah, we shouldn't. We're we're, <sighs> we're hitting some time, so uh, let's throw up some sparks. I would love to do that. Yeah. Do you want to go first this time? I will go first this time. Okay. Capitalism really popped off today. I have a shop I want to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might have mentioned them before on this podcast, but I've never done it as a spark, I don't think. Uh, In fact, I'm certain I haven't. But it is a shop that I frequent probably once a month online. It is called Creeperama. And what they do is apparel and some some like uh, accessories like blankets and, and things like that for horror movies. I love horror movies. Denna doesn't. I know this. But I love horror movies. Boy, I did once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. And my most recent purchase was a shirt for one of my favorite horror movies of all time, which is called My Bloody Valentine, because it's almost Valentine. Because it's almost Valentine's Day. And 
it is so cute on me. It is such a good color and it's just such a cool shirt. And this, this company is not very big, I don't think. And the reason I think this is because when I post about them on TikTok, they comment on my videos. Like they, oh, they nice. see it, they know, which to me says they're not getting like huge volume constantly and if you like horror movies and you like very comfy shirts and very comfy sweatpants and like the softest blanket you'll ever have your whole life i got a blanket and it's a hellraiser blanket and it's awesome and it is sherpa on one side and like super soft on the other side and it is so i sleep with it every night it's so comfortable and it's just a really great shop and i love them and this is you know they haven't sponsored me or asked me to do this uh, just like they don't ask me to do the unboxing videos I do on TikTok, but I love them. And I think that if you like horror movies, uh, or even sometimes just 80 nostal- 80s nostalgia movies, you should check them out. Because I got a really fun shirt from uh, Encino Man. Oh, wow. And Mad Max as Mad well. Mad Max. Got a lot of stuff from The Craft and The Witch, a New England folktale. So just go check them out. They're fun. How about you? <coughs> Sorry, you're so dry. I know. I also have some capitalism here before I get to your action. It's called mysticshop.com. M-Y-S-T-I-C-S-H-O-P-P-E. Two P's there, everybody. Dot com. Ye oldie shop. Yeah. They're in Seattle. And oh. I've never been. Where is it? And I'm going to change. It's in a university place. It's 2805 Bridgeport Way West, University Place, Washington. So it's not Seattle. They have loose tea. They have a chocolate menu. (laughs) They have pagan supplies galore. And I stumbled upon them. And I again, I haven't ordered from them yet, so I don't know much about them. But I am curious if anybody out there does. They have a physical store and an online store. And I will report back in a couple of months once I've had an interaction with them. But they look pretty cool. So I'm really excited about them. That's exciting. I want to go yeah. with. I know. Well, let's do it. And okay. then we can go visit Connellan's shop as well. Yeah. And then my other one is the un.org forward slash en forward slash act now forward slash 10 dash actions and i'll put the link or yeah give it sure. to give it to you and it's just 10 things you can do right now for the environment now here's the thing that we have to talk about when i do this poverty sucks yes and it keeps people from being able to do some of these things yeah please don't judge them they are just trying to live and they're doing the best they can and this government has made it hard for people to exist. Never forget, billionaires could, one billionaire could solve every problem. One of them. One just of them. Just one. I just don't understand the greed. I cannot comprehend it. Yeah. So remember that most people, we're just trying to get through it. Yeah. This would be great if we could all do all these things because I looked through them and I went, oh, no, if you're poor, you can't do that. And if you're poor, you can't do that. Yeah. There are some things that many of us can do. I love that. Yeah. I love a list. It's so helpful mm-hmm. because so like too. you do that and you look at that list and you think, oh gosh, what else is related to that that I could look at? And it's just, it's a helpful in. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, hey, this was fun. Yeah. I love this series. Me too. It's good to see you. Nice to see you too. I missed you. But until next time, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.